morning happy saturday i'm greg welcome to the daily bible wrap up no tongue twisted there we start out today we're in proverbs 17 and our reading is verses 5 through 14 you know proverbs is comprised of snippets of advice and wisdom and those are things that um, not only were applicable back then but also to today that we can take in our lives help us as we navigate the days and one that stood out for me would be the one in verse 14 and so that's what i'm going to read today quote starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate so stop before a dispute breaks out you know when solomon wrote this this was thousands of years before the invention and spread and widespread use of social media platforms like facebook and twitter have become hotbeds of contentious discussion especially twitter where users can be anonymous you know in twitter you have the ability to participate in an argument without the risk of it affecting your personal or professional life and and i believe that this results in a toxic toxic situation of extreme disputes because again there's no risk you can just lay out the most extreme of positions out there i'm thinking that sometimes people wouldn't want their friends in real life to know maybe what they were thinking or maybe that they were provoking i don't know i always like to say it's just like i mean don't put anything out on social media that you wouldn't say in front of someone or say face to face and of course i'm always one of those that uh, i talk about authenticity that it's something that i try to strive for nowadays that i value being as authentic a person as I can. And you don't see a lot of that sometimes on social media, again, because of the anonymity that is there. And I it would I think Twitter would be better served, and I think the people would be better served if anonymous accounts were removed. I don't think that's ever going to happen, because I think that I'm in the minority as far as thinking that that's a good idea. But if he did do that, just think about it. The people would be more inclined to debate if this was the great town square of today's culture, as Elon Musk talks about. Views can lead to a sum greater than the parts, but arguing really only divides. New Testament, we pick up the story in Romans 2. Paul calls others but will not teach themselves and quote you are so proud of knowing the law but you dishonor god by breaking it he emphasizes the law does not make one a true jew but rather it's quote one whose heart is right with god end quote laws and traditions won't save us only a true and open and obedient heart that's my takeaway from what paul's talking about here in this letter to the romans Quote, a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not people. I used to be one of those that I was more concerned about being a people pleaser. Uh, I think that was just my natural tendency. I wanted people to like me. I'm more concerned about what I do on a daily basis. Does it please God? If it pleases people too, that's wonderful. I love it. But it's not my primary focus anymore. 
Continue in Romans 3, Paul lists advantages of being a Jew. He says that Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God, but just because some are unfaithful does not mean that God will be unfaithful. He says the argument that people's sinfulness show that the, the righteousness of God, therefore, is a good thing, is really a false argument. In other words, hey, look at sin and then compare it with the righteousness of God, and it emphasizes the righteousness of God. And he's like, no, no, don't. Don't, don't use that argument to say that, quote, the more we sin, the better it is. Because those people who think that, believe that, really do deserve to be condemned, Paul says. You know, I really like how Paul is using logic and human relations to express his points as opposed to quoting scripture. Think about the context. Think about the audience, because I suppose that's his point. His audience are those who are primarily not Jewish and therefore would not be well-versed or versed at all in Scripture. Old Testament, we're starting a new book. We are in Amos, Amos 1. Amos is a Judean shepherd who received messages from God during Uzziah's reign. So, Here's a list of the messages in both Amos 1 and 2 today that we receive. And I won't go through the details, and it's kind of structured the same way. But And this is, um, God will punish kings Hazel and Ben-Hadad for sinning. Hazel was king of Damascus. Ben-Hadad was a name given to several kings of Damascus, apparently. So I'm not really sure which one here. Um, I think Hazel or Ben-Hadad had assassinated Hazel to become king who's one of the ben haddads um the uh there will be a great famine i forgot that one the people of gaza all of these pronouncements here of doom are because the people that are listed have sinned and so god's going to pronounce but judgment uh tyre will be destroyed will be punished, Edom will be punished, Ammon will be punished, Moab will be punished, Judah will be punished, Israel will be punished. And I don't know, perhaps the listing of all of these, and it probably will continue in Amos 3. I didn't read ahead yet to Sunday's reading, but probably one of the reasons for the listing of all of these is to kind of prime us that uh, since all of these presumably came true, and uh, I haven't looked them all up, um, but presumably they did. And seeing the timeline of when he said this, that's why in the beginning the context is established that Amos said this during Uzziah's reign, which presumably, I don't have my cheat sheet in front of me, but presumably Uzziah reigned well before all of these other events happened. So this would establish the credibility of Amos. That's I believe one of the marks of establishing the credibility of a prophet, it's like, hey, you are really a prophet of God. If what you say God says will happen, will actually happen. Makes sense, doesn't it? So we'll pick that up again tomorrow. This is a relatively short day. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hope you get a chance to spend time with family and friends. Enjoy the nice weather. If the weather is nice, wherever you are at. And we will see you again tomorrow. So live today as if the king is coming back today. Take care. Thank you.